0: Easier and with less effort. Are you ready to step into a life of abundance? Join me Friday, May the thirty-first, for my free money mindset workshop. To sign up for your free place, visit CannyCrystalsAcademy.co.uk/forward/slash/workshop.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. And 365 day returns.
0: Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me yet again for the second episode of the Canny Crystals podcast. I just want to start with saying a massive thank you to everyone for listening last week and the amazing ratings and reviews that I've had. And when I looked the other day, I was actually number seven on the crystal charts. Now, I know that sounds absolutely ridiculous, but I was number seven if you type the words crystal. So it's not a particular chart, but if you type in the word crystal in the podcast, I came up number seven. And I just thought that was absolutely amazing. Um It had over 200 players, which... I was flabbergasted at, considering it was my first episode as well. But yeah, I'm just so, so grateful that people actually listened to it and actually related to my story as well. So yeah. So as I mentioned last week, uh, each week we're going to be delving into different topics and this week's topic is manifesting. So I'm going to break this down so it's really, really simple for people to understand. So if you haven't done any kind of manifestations whatsoever, then this episode is especially for you, okay? Okay. So, let's start. What is a manifestation, okay? So, essentially, a manifestation is something that's being brought into your life through attraction and belief. In other words, if you think of it, it'll come to you. But there's more to manifestation than just willpower and positive thinking, okay? So, it also includes your thoughts, your actions, your emotions, that kind of thing. So, Basically, what I'll start with is your thoughts are magnetic and all of your thoughts have a frequency. And as you think, those thoughts are basically sent out into the universe and they magnetically attract all the like things that are in the same frequency as that. So everything sent out returns to the source. You might have heard the catchphrase, you get what you give or you'll get that back threefold. But that source is essentially yourself. So when you think about it, if you have a bad day. You've woke up, you've hit your leg off the side of the bed, you've burnt your hand on your straighteners. Essentially, you're going to have a shit day because you're thinking and looking for all of the negatives, okay? You've started your day negatively. So you're going to continue that day looking for all the bad. Whereas on the flip side, if you'd started the day by waking up to your partner telling you that you've won the lottery, you'd not see the negative in any single situation. So if your thoughts become feelings... And your feelings come from happiness or sadness. Then of course sad feelings are going to then bring about more sadness in your life. Now manifestation obviously comes from emotion. So I have a playlist called happy songs. And it's just songs that I've accumulated over the years to change my mood as a switch. So it's songs that when I listen to them... I'll feel really, really happy. And I mean, there's some really, really sad songs on there. And when I say sad, I don't mean like depressive. I mean, like really sad songs. Like I've got Ace of Base, Life is a Flower, for example. I just think it's a really happy and upbeat song. It always makes us smile internally. And I made that playlist so that if I'm starting to have a crap day or I can feel my mood lowering down, I'll put that playlist on. I'll bop around the house while I'm doing the housework. And it just lifts my spirit massively. Okay, so that's just one way that you can lift your spirits. Some people like to go out there and go for a walk, like I take my dog down the quayside and things all the time, and it just really clears my head. Some people just like to get out there in nature. Some people like to meditate. Some like to read. It's entirely up to you how you raise your vibration. So back to manifesting. When you focus your thoughts on something that you want, and you hold that focus, in that moment, you're summoning what you want with all of your power from the universe. The law of attraction doesn't compute whether you do want it or you don't want it or any other words. So as you speak those words, the law of attraction is receiving that message. So if you say, for example, I don't want to spill this coffee on this white shirt, all you're saying is I want to spill something on this shirt and I want to spill more things on this shirt. Or if you're waiting for a train and all that's going through your mind is I hope it's not delayed. I hope it's not delayed. Essentially... What you're saying is, I want delays, and delay me even further. If you go to a hairdresser and you're thinking to yourself, please don't give me a bad haircut, nine times out of ten, you're going to get that bad haircut. It's sod's law. So what you need to do is you need to try and change that thought process into one of a positive, and be grateful as if you've already received it. So for example, instead of saying, I don't want a bad haircut, think to yourself, I am so happy and grateful that I've been given such a beautiful cut. So a little example from me would be that a few months ago, I went to the dentist. I chipped one of my teeth. And when I rang up the receptionist, she said that I'm going to be looking at about 120 to 150 pounds just to get this looked at and this little chip sorted. And I mean, the chip was absolutely tiny. So instead of thinking, oh my God, I can't afford this, or, oh my God, this is ridiculous paying this much money for a tiny little chip in my tooth that nobody else has probably even noticed, all I thought, all day and all the way to the dentist, I am so happy and grateful that I can afford dental care in the UK. And I am so happy and grateful that, That my dentist knows exactly what I want and knows that this tiny little chip in my tooth that nobody else would probably even realise would affect me from essentially smiling. So I was thankful and grateful all day for this and I kept myself in such a high positive vibe. On the way there I had my happy playlist on, I sang my heart out all the way to the dentist in the car, I was meeting a few friends out for tea afterwards and all I was thinking is I hope this doesn't eat into that time. And I suddenly realised what I thought in my head and I thought, that is going to eat into my time now. So I started also affirming to myself, I'm so grateful that it wasn't as long as I thought it was going to be. And sure enough, Once I was called from reception, I went straight upstairs, it was a 5 minute job, and afterwards, the dentist came down to reception with me, and he said, there's no charge today. When I asked him why, he jokingly admitted, they've had enough money out of me over the years, and laughed it off, and walked off upstairs obviously I was so grateful and I couldn't believe what had happened. I was then able to meet my friends on time with my new fixed tooth. Now you might think that that's totally insignificant or it was just coincidence, but to me that was the law of attraction at work. So let me tell you how you can manifest things in your life, okay? So I've, in the last two years, manifested a mortgage on the house that we're currently in, a brand new car, and a job. Now to go through these individually, my partner and I were in a two-bed flat in a gorgeous location in Newcastle. We were right on the quayside, we had amazing views, but our landlord unfortunately told us that he was going to be putting that flat up for sale, and that we could either stay there and buy the property, or we could stay there until someone else bought it, and then have to move at really short notice. When we saw the asking price, we immediately declined. It wasn't worth what he was putting it up for. So we started looking for a new house. After some searching, we found what we thought was our dream home. A four-bed, three-story house, the other side of Newcastle, in a brand new development. And when we looked at that price, it was a steal. It was as though this was meant for us. We went into the show home and I sat down on the couch as if I was in my own house. I closed my eyes and felt those feelings as if that was physically my house. I could feel myself having tea at the table behind. I could see myself cooking in the kitchen. I could see myself having a bath in the bathroom. Every single little thing. So once we started filling in the paperwork, we sharply realised that we probably wouldn't be able to get the mortgage on this house. Now, that was because I'd left the NHS, as I mentioned in the last episode. So I had a break in employment. So even though I'd gone back to the NHS... I wasn't physically classed as a permanent member of staff until I had been employed by them for a further 18 months. Obviously, I was distraught and we suddenly thought we're going to have to go back into another rented accommodation for another couple of years until this sorts itself out and then we can get a new mortgage but I wasn't happy and content with that. Every single day, I would come home from work, I would run myself a bath, and as I got in the bath, I would close my eyes and I would visualise. I would picture myself coming home from work, walking through the door of our brand new house, walking through the hallway, sitting down on the couch, playing with my dog in the back garden, talking to my partner, eating food together, watching TV together. I would visualise every single last action in that house. I even visualised signing the mortgage contract, To the point that I actually cried with happiness. Because I was so happy. I pictured our friends coming round to the house with bottles of champagne. And the feeling of physically showing them around this new house. And the excitement that that brought me. Unknowingly to me, the people supplying the mortgage had got in touch with my employer. And as I had 10 years previous employment with them, had decided to bypass this. And therefore, the mortgage was going to go ahead. I couldn't believe our luck. Obviously, we celebrated and on a weekly basis, I kept going back to that show home and feeling what it was physically like to sit in that house. At the time, there was an offer that if you had completed your house, I think it was like by the end of March, you got £6,000 to put towards a kitchen or a bathroom. Now, our house had already gone past that completion date, so we weren't eligible for that. So I kept feeling feelings of what it would be like to get money off the property and to feel grateful as though we'd been given a massive lump sum of money to put towards this house. And that came to fruition in two different ways. My partner's dad wrote us a cheque for £15,000 to put towards the deposit. It came from nowhere. We didn't ask him for it. We felt really bad taking it, but he was adamant. And then one day out of the blue, we also got a phone call from the sales girl who told us that because the house was the first to be sold on that street to get the sale rolling, they were willing to knock off £10,000 from the sale price. So in total, we got £25,000 knocked off what we would have been paying. Now, surely that is a win. Obviously, I felt gratitude for that and I felt really grateful and happy And then my next thought turned to, okay, we now need to carpet this house. We need to put blinds up. Now, a three-story house is quite expensive to carpet and put blinds up. We were looking at nearly £3,500 in total, and that was doing it on the cheap. So again, I did exactly what I did the first time. I visualized feeling the curtains, rolling around on the carpet, as stupid as that sounds. And I just felt sheer gratitude for that and happiness. And just like that, out of the blue, my partner's mum wrote us a cheque to pay off the majority of the carpets and the blinds. Our house was delayed by a couple of weeks and the housing developer sent us a cheque of £1,000 to apologise and say sorry for the delay. That was everything we needed to pay out. We couldn't believe our luck. A few months later, I did exactly the same thing, but this time with a car. My car was clapped out. It was running to the ground. I'd had it since 2008, so I'd had it like 11 years. It had dents, scratches, bumps, you name it, it had it. (laughs) My mum used to call it the Dodgem. So one day I just thought, I'm going to manifest a car. And off I went to a sales room with no intention of buying. I asked to test drive a Mercedes and off I went on the road. As I was driving, all I was thinking is, I am so happy and grateful that I can afford to buy this car. I am so happy that this car is really reliable. I'm so grateful that I can use this car to visit friends and family. I love that this car is fit for purpose. I handed the car back at the showroom and went home to think about it. A week later, they rang me to see if I'd made a decision on another car, and said that if I went through with things today, they would give me a £1,000 off the asking price. Needless to say, I jumped at the opportunity. So that was my house and my car sorted. The last thing was my job. Since returning to the NHS, I'd gone back into a job that I really wasn't happy with. It was quite a laborious job, and I wasn't totally content with where I was at. So every day when I came home from work, I had a bath and I pictured myself in a new building, laughing with colleagues, making people cups of tea, laughing with them in the kitchen, going on nights out with them, generally smiling and being happy and grateful that I actually enjoyed my job. Eventually, the job came up that I'm in now. I applied, I was interviewed, and obviously offered the position. Now, when I visualized all of that, I would visualise to the point where I would actually feel myself smiling. And like I say, when it came to the house, I was visualising myself so much in that property to the point that I physically cried when I visualised us signing the contract. Now, naturally, there's a time buffer with manifesting. Because let's face it, if you thought of an elephant, you wouldn't want that pavement in your bedroom. Well, or would you? But you know what I mean. So obviously, there's a time buffer. It's the universe's way of saying... Are you sure that's what you want? But you can manifest anything you want in your life. So I've talked about my house, my car, my job, and how I manifested them. And one of the other areas in my life that I really wasn't satisfied with was my weight. So in The Secret, the three-step approach is to ask, to believe, and to receive, okay? So for example, step one is to ask. So you need to get clear on the weight that you want to be to have a picture in your mind of what you'll look like when you become that perfect weight. So get pictures of yourself of your perfect weight and look at them often. If not, get pictures of the body that you would like to have and look at those often. So what I did is I googled what I believe to be the perfect body And I stuck my head on that. And I know that sounds bloody stupid, but I stuck my head on that. And every day I looked at that and I thought, how amazing would it be to look like that and to have that physical body? So step two is to believe. Okay, So you have to believe that you'll receive that perfect weight and that that perfect weight is yours already. You've got to imagine and pretend and act as if, make believe that that perfect weight is yours. You've got to see yourself as receiving that perfect weight, okay? So write it out, place it over your scale. Don't weigh yourself at all, whatever feels comfortable for you. But don't contradict what you've asked for with your thoughts. So don't buy clothes at your current weight. Have faith and focus on the clothes that you're going to buy. That'll attract your perfect weight. It's the same as placing an order with a catalogue. You'll look through the catalogue, you'll choose the perfect weight, you'll place your order... And then it's delivered to you. So make it your intention. And look for, admire, and praise people with your idea of perfect weight bodies. Don't be jealous. Because I know it's really easy to do. You see someone ripped with abs and shredded and stuff like that. And you're immediate.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer.
0: Thought is one of jealousy, it's not one of love, and jealousy is a negative connotation. So admire and inwardly praise them people. As you admire them and you feel feelings of that, you're summoning that to you. If you see people who are overweight, don't observe them. Just switch your mind to the picture of you in your perfect body. If you give them attention, then you're going to be thinking of obese thoughts and overweight thoughts. And step three is to receive. So you've got to feel good. You've got to feel good about you now. So this is where the gratitude comes in. And this is super important because you can't attract your perfect weight if you feel bad about your body now. It's the same way as people get stuck in a hole. You can't get out of a job that you hate If you hate it. So if you feel bad about your body. This is a powerful feeling. And you'll continue to attract bad feelings about your body. You'll never change your body if you're critical of it. And that you find fault with it. In fact you'll attract more weight. So praise and bless every square inch of your body. Okay. Think about all the perfect things about you. And as you think those perfect thoughts, you feel good about you. You're on the frequency of your perfect weight and you are summoning perfection. Some people get further into this by doing something called mindful eating. So if you don't know about mindfulness, it's basically being in the present moment without giving any thought to the past or the future. And by keeping present, you're not pondering what was and you're not anxious about what's to come. So it is recommended that when you eat, you make sure that you are entirely focused on the experience of chewing your food. So you've got to keep your mind present and experience the sensation of eating the food and don't allow your mind to drift to other things, to be present in your body and enjoy all the sensation of chewing the food in your mouth and swallowing it. So maybe give that a try next time you're eating. When you're completely present as you eat, the flavor of the food is so intense and when you let your mind drift, you kind of just become a zombie. So you know sometimes you can have a bar of chocolate or a pack of popcorn or something like that And you'll be watching a film and because you're giving your attention to that film, you'll suddenly look and half the packet of popcorn or half the bar of chocolate's gone and you can't remember tasting that. Or say you drive somewhere and you've drove there on autopilot and you suddenly click and think, how have I even got here? Because your mind's been elsewhere. So try bringing your mind back to the present moment. I will be doing an episode on mindfulness at a later date, but maybe try doing this when you eat if you're trying to lose weight. So one of the biggest things that helps me to manifest is to visualise. Now, I'm not a very creative person and I used to be really, really rubbish at visualising, okay? But everybody has the power to visualise. We all have a mind. We can all see things when we close our eyes, if you try hard enough. So I'm going to prove that to you now, okay? With the picture of a kitchen. So for this to work, all you have to do is get all thoughts of your kitchen out of your mind, okay? Don't think of your kitchen. Totally clear your mind of pictures of your kitchen with its cupboards, refrigerator, oven, tiles, colour scheme, that kind of thing. Don't think of that. Think of any kitchen. You just saw a picture of your kitchen in your mind, yeah? Then you just visualised, okay? So everybody visualises whether they know it or not. And it's the great secret of success when it comes to manifesting. So when you visualise, if you create a static picture in your mind, it can be quite difficult to hold that picture. So what's advised is that you create lots of movement within your picture and it almost becomes real life. So to illustrate that, imagine that kitchen again, but this time, imagine yourself walking into it, okay? You've walked over to the fridge, you've put your hand on the door, you've opened the door, you're looking inside, you can feel that coldness coming from the fridge and hitting you in the face. You find a bottle of water, you reach in, you grab it, you can feel that coldness on your hand. You grab that bottle, you have the bottle of water in one hand and you use the other hand to close the fridge door. So now that you're visualising your kitchen with detail and movement, it's easier to see and hold the picture, isn't it? So what do you see when you look out the window? Do you see a garden? Do you see your family sat in the garden waiting for you? Can you see a table? What can you smell? Use all five of your senses. What can you hear? By doing this exercise, you're actually increasing that manifestation by tenfold. You're giving it real life purpose and you're tricking your brain into believing that this is already real and that this is not a manifestation, but a memory. Try and hold this thought and then keep your positive mindset. Once you've had these thoughts, it's time to get into the feeling of knowing that it's coming to you. You wouldn't go onto Amazon, for example, or eBay and order something and then the next day reorder it because it hasn't arrived. And then the next day after that, reorder it because that hasn't arrived. When you order something from Amazon or eBay, you know it's on its way. You don't have to ask over and over again. Just ask the once. It's exactly like placing an order. So as you get clear about what you want in your mind, then you've asked for it. The universe will then start to rearrange itself to make it happen for you. I know this sounds crazy, But how it'll happen and how the universe will bring it to you, that's not your concern. You need to allow the universe to do this all for you. So when you're trying to work out how it'll happen, you're emitting a frequency that contains a lack of faith because you don't believe that this is happening or you'll think, this isn't going to happen. It's far too far fetched. I'm not going to win £10,000 or anything like that. You're then affirming to yourself that you don't believe that you have it already. You think you have to do it and you don't believe that the universe will do it for you. The how of that is not your part in the creative process. Once you've asked for it, sit back, let it come to you. Keep on that positive frequency, that positive mindset. Now with that in mind, it's not all about just sitting back totally 100%. You need to take inspired action if it comes to you. Let's say, for example, I'm about to run the Great North Run. I'm in the crowd ready to do my running. I haven't done any training because all I've thought to myself is I'm manifesting this win. I'm going to come first. Now that's all fine and well, being sat at the start line meditating. But when that gun fires and everyone starts running, I'm not going to win the race by simply sitting there and thinking that I'm going to win. Sooner or later, I'm going to have to start running. And that is taking inspired action. The universe works in weird ways. Sometimes it'll even give you little cues as to what to do. But when you get those feelings, act on them. Don't just sit back and do absolutely nothing. Now, to help you keep that picture in your mind, what I like to do is something called a vision board. Now, you can download apps on your phone for free that do them. You can even just create yourself a little phone wallpaper like what I did you can put it on the background of your computer or your laptop. So what I did is I took photos of little things that I wanted in life. So I had the picture of our new house, the picture of our new car, a picture of someone going out shopping, a picture of someone on a beach, those kind of things. And what I did is I made a collage and I set that as my phone wallpaper. Every time I opened my phone, I saw that and I give gratitude and positive thought to having already received everything that was on there. And I was looking at that maybe 20 to 30 times a day, every single time I open my phone. And that's a great way to keep that gratitude and that positive thought process in your head. I've also used this to meet people that I never thought in a million years I would meet. For those of you that don't know, I'm absolutely in love with Little Mix. So I've been to see them on pretty much every single tour. But this time they were doing an outdoor festival tour. The closest that they were coming to me was Liverpool, which was a good four hours drive away. And I couldn't find anyone to go with. So I just thought, oh, well, never mind. I'm just going to have to miss this tour. I'll go to the next one. I then started to visualise what it would be like to meet the girls backstage and To talk to them, to have those conversations, I could feel the smile coming across my face. And a few weeks later, I saw a competition for a meet and greet with Little Mix on Twitter. Naturally, I entered. And guess who won? (laughs) You can't even make this up. I won tickets to the gig to go and see other acts like Clean Bandit, Anne-Marie, Mabel, etc., And afterwards, I would get to meet Little Mix backstage. Me and one of my friends, Leanne, drove down that same day. And oh my God, if you haven't seen the photo, go on my Instagram. It's at Mark Tweedy. It was one of the best days of my life. We got to go backstage, have a full-blown conversation with Little Mix, got photos with them. I was in my element. And I had manifested that experience. The feeling of physically meeting those girls was the feeling that I had physically felt when I had been meditating and visualising It was the same. So think about what you want in your life. Manifesting something as small as a feather is no different to manifesting £10,000, okay? You use the exact same process. The only reason that it'll seem like it's more difficult is that we've been conditioned over the years that you could go outside and find a feather, but you couldn't go outside and particularly find £10,000. And we've been conditioned to think that for £10,000, you're going to need to earn that, whereas you wouldn't necessarily need to earn a feather. So what I want you to do after today's episode is get clear in your mind. What do you want out of life? What do you want out of your relationship? What do you want out of your career? Think of the different areas that you want Write them down on a piece of paper or in a diary or in a journal. Every single day for the next week, give thanks and gratitude to what you already have in those areas. So if you're trying to manifest money, be happy and grateful for the money that you already have in your bank. Give little thought to what it would feel like if you didn't have that money in your bank. And that'll help you feel more grateful for what you physically have now. Like I say, keep yourself in that high positive vibration, listen to some upbeat music, go out for walks, keep yourself on a happy and positive note, and it'll come to you quicker. Now, manifestations, there is no time limit on these, okay? So what's happening now in my life might be something that I've asked for a year ago, or it might just be something that I've asked for last week. The universe moves everything around so that your experience can be valid, and it'll make everything happen for you. So while you might not get everything that you envision in the order and time frame that you want, you should just receive and acknowledge what you do get, okay? So no matter how big or small it might be, gratitude is always the key. So maybe consider creating a gratitude journal just before bed, like I spoke about in the last episode. Just spending 5-10 to minutes writing down a few things which you're grateful for, as well as anything that happened that day to bring you closer to whatever it is that you're trying to manifest. You then need to let go of any resistance and limiting beliefs. So in addition to changing your mindset and behaviours, you'll need to remove any obstacles or limiting beliefs that might cloud your vision, including fear and negative self-talk. We're the worst as human beings for talking ourselves out of something because we'll just think, it's not possible, or it can't be done, or that's too hard. But telling yourself that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy enough, and you're not smart enough, it's something that goes around in everyone else's heads daily. It's not just you, so don't worry. You're not alone. But if you're not conscious of that, then you end up acting out of that belief system and not what you know to be truest or want to be the truest for yourself. You don't become what you want because so much of wanting is about living in the space of what you don't have. So to move past this, it's essential that you first identify exactly what these limiting beliefs are. So ask yourself, what are the beliefs I have about myself that may be inhibiting my progress? Cross out any limiting beliefs and write your new affirmations in their place. So if you think to yourself that you're incomplete without a partner, reverse it and think, I am complete as I am. If your limiting belief is, I'm not good enough reverse it and say, I am wonderful as I am today. And then like I said, the last thing is to make sure that you check your energy. So every day, check in with yourself. How are you feeling? What kind of mood set are you in? And do whatever you can to raise your vibration. So I want you to let me know exactly what it is that you've been trying to manifest. You can send me a message on Instagram, at Crystals or even on TikTok, at Crystals. And I want you to actively work this week to see what you can physically manifest in your life. Next week, we're going to look at crystal healing, what it is, how it can help you manifest and how crystals can change your energy. So thank you all again for listening and I'll see you all next week. Bye. Even on a budget,